morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in your day, thank you for spending this time with me. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Today, I have a very special guest. Um, This is somebody that I actually came to know through a dear friend of mine that I've got the pleasure of working with for several years now. And this is her husband, um, Stuart Lee, who is a nutrition and fitness coach. And he does a lot of work with those of us in the vet med field, um, but also those outside of vet med field. And I just am very excited to hear about everything he has come to talk to us about today. Um, fitness and nutrition, especially, you know, he and I were talking a little bit before about vet med and how, you know, it, there's not a whole, whole lot of resources out there, especially um, with nutrition and fitness that kind of help those of us in this field. So I think that'll be pulled into the conversation at some point, but um, I'm going to stop talking and Stuart, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you want to bring to the table today. Um, Well, thanks for having me on the podcast today, um, Angie. And, and I'm really excited about this new part of my career. Um, Previous to this, I, I worked in public education for 13 years. Um, everything from a school teacher or from a classroom teacher to an instructional support specialist to um, a technology facilitator. And for the last five years, I was at the district office level um, overseeing. Um, <laughs> honestly, it was a small district. So I was overseeing like uh, about seven different things, uh, four different departments. I had three different budgets. It was just crazy. But, um, you know, so I've worked with people. Um, helping people, supporting people, basically my whole career, you know, being either students or teachers or both. Um, and and along that that way, you know, I, I went from my 30s into my 40s. I'm 44 now. And, you know, I, I played the same game that most of us play where, you know, I would kind of look in the mirror and realize we're going to the beach in three weeks. And I don't really particularly care to not wear a shirt so much right now, um, you know, or or. I would, uh, I take my students out, um, you know, to, to the football field for something. Cause I, I taught science and, you know, if we were doing something with physics, we'd, we'd go outside if it was nice. And, you know, I'd realize like, wow, that was a lot of effort for me to walk around the track, you know, three or four times or something. And, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'd, I'd take a, take a long look in the mirror and say, okay, we're going to lose some weight. <laughs> and I, I, like like I think most people, um, and especially most people that I've talked to recently, um, now that I now that I do this for a living, um, I, I really didn't know where to start. Yes. And so, you know, we all have the internet, and the internet's full of all the answers we would ever need in our entire life um, from everybody who's an expert, even mm-hmm. people who aren't. And so, and it's I funny, would you know, you know what you were sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but what you were saying, you know, about um, you know finding yourself in that place. That's kind of what kickstart what kickstarted me getting healthier and everything was um just trying to walk across the beach with my son and literally out of breath and having to stop to breathe because I was so out of shape just walking across sand so it's crazy so many of us find ourselves in that position well and the fortunate thing for like me and you and those examples are you know it wasn't that we were at the doctor's office and got a wake-up call Mm -hmm. you know right Um, because a lot of people end up in that situation and that's a whole lot worse, you know, harder to dig yourself out of. Um, so fortunately we, we were re- relatively healthy and, um, 
So, you know, I, I just explored the internet and, uh, at the time, um, I think the first time I lost any kind of significant weight, I mean, I'm, I'm five foot 10. Um, I know it's hard for people on the podcast to, to see that audit through the audio, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm an average sized guy mm-hmm. and, uh, I was up to about 240, 250 pounds, um, mm-hmm. and looked 200, 240 or 240, 250 pounds. Yeah. And, um, you know, beach body was a thing back when I first started, um, uh, you know, this whole journey of mine, which has probably been about a decade, uh, to get to the point where I'm at now. And, um, you know, so insanity was a thing. It was brand right. new then. Um, when yep. you I had to get the DVD still, mm-hmm. yep. It's fun. I, I love Shanti. Um, I had a blast doing it the first time. And then the second time, cause I did it back to back. Cause I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get one of those shirts. And I actually, I still have the shirt actually. Um, I did it, took my before and afters. I sent it in, um, uh, got the, got the gray shirt that says earned it. Um, mm-hmm. and it's one of the, one of the shirts that I still won't get rid of. Uh, cause I worked hard for that by gosh. Um, but I didn't learn anything from the experience. You know, mm-hmm. I lost a bunch of weight and then I didn't feel like doing insanity every day of my life. Um, mm-hmm. and you I know, don't believe we could. Well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yeah. I say I did it back to back. I did because it's a two month program. I did the two months and dropped probably about 30 pounds. Um, it felt really good and, and was, you know, lot, I mean, it, it made a big difference in how I looked and felt and I slept better, right. you know, the whole, the whole shooting match. Um, and I said, you know what? I can lose more. I can still lose more. And so I decided to do it again because that's yeah. just my personality. And I made it through about a month, month and a half of the second go round. And now that, that was about it that I was, yeah. I was burned out of it. Um, but I, I thought I had picked up some good habits. Um, as at looking back 2020 vision, not so much, but uh, I did think about things differently. So that was, you know, a benefit. Um, I would make slightly better choices sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And what I ate, I, I tried running after that. Uh, a friend of mine was uh, the cross country coach at the high school. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I said, that looks like fun. People go running all the time. That looks relaxing. I'm in shape now. And I did that for about six months and realized I don't like running at all. <laughs> and I still don't to this day. Um, so yes, that, I'm and, one and, of those and, that wants to want to like to run. So I, exactly. I haven't got there yet. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm, I actually found out something very important, but by, by my six months of running and I, and I did run a, a half marathon and was training for a marathon. I, I have actually run 24 and a half miles, um, wow. in training. Um, wow. and that's probably the furthest I'll ever run in my entire life ever again, but you can get fat while running. Um, mm-hmm. you can gain weight, mm-hmm. even though you're an avid runner and I was running, you know, like four days a week and mm-hmm. doing all the, the, the pacing training and, and, you know, long runs, short runs, doing sprints. I mean, I was doing proper training for, for a marathon and um, was still gaining weight. And so okay. uh, that <clears throat> helped to teach me some of what I, I understand much better now, but, you know, I kind of did that yo-yo um, for, for, for several cycles. Um, I can't yeah. say years because you know, I, I dropped 50 pounds. It took me a while to get that 50 pounds back, but by gosh, I finally did it. And, you know, um, I said, okay, well, Xanity did it the last time. So let me do that again this time. And I just couldn't make myself do it. 
Um, right. It wasn't exciting anymore. It was boring. I didn't want to do it. So I tried some of the other uh, Beachbody programs and they're all about the same. Um, you know, there, there's some weight, quote unquote, weight training programs in, with Beachbody. And I'm not knocking Beachbody. It's a great, uh, now it's online streaming, but it's a great uh, exercise routine for cardio. But all right. of it is cardio. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, <clears throat> knowing what I know now, working off calories is not the best approach for long-term right. um, success. So, you know, I tried some other diets. I, I, I started learning about nutrition at that point. I said, all right, if I'm, if I'm not going to do something stupid, crazy, like insanity, let me, let me figure out how to eat right. Mm-hmm. And I thought I did eat right. I thought I ate good. I ate vegetables my whole life. Always liked vegetables. Um, thanks to my mother, I guess. And, you know, I'd eat vegetables. I'd eat lots of protein, uh, but I'd also eat, you know, some donuts and cookies and cake and things like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't good at portion control at the time, um, right. but I kind of knew that. And um, so I tried to do better with stuff, but I didn't really have any kind of understanding of what nutrition actually did to support my goals. I was yeah. just thinking along the lines of, okay, if I eat less calories, then I'll lose weight, which is true. Um, mm-hmm. I use the example because my wife's a vet uh, with people. Sometimes I'm like, Hey, if you got a fat lab at home, mm-hmm. how are you going to make it lose weight? Right. And everybody knows, well, I'll feed it less. I was like, or I'll take it on more walks. All right. Those are your two answers. There's no other answers for it. Right. So I, that's as much as I knew. Um, and there's no secret to nutrition. It's just understanding how your body works and how the foods you eat affect your body. And so I started kind of diving into that. And the more I dug into that, the easier things got uh, for me. But when I say I dug into it, it took me probably two or three years, Angie, to really get a good understanding of, you know, yeah, I'm eating, uh, you know, green beans, but if I'm not also supplying my body with, you know, the, the baked potato with it or the rice with it, that I don't have the energy to do the things I want to do. And then I'm going to sit on the couch more. So right. it, it's, it's a, it's a balance of your lifestyle. Okay. It's not just a balance of your nutrition and, and exercise. And that was the and thing I think that too, you know, one of the things that my husband and I are finding, you know, with what we're trying to do this past year, we've, we've lost a lot of weight and I've gotten stronger. We're doing exercise We're you know, we are on this thing where it's, you know, four to six ounces of protein, so many vegetables. Um, but we have a very, very busy lifestyle and we went for probably about six months of eating nothing but chicken and green beans, like literally almost every meal. And it's like you said, I, I know I'm missing things and Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at right now is trying to figure out what my goals for my body are and what foods do I need that, like you said, align with those goals. And it's, it's not really something you think about until you feel like you've literally done everything else and something still isn't working. Exactly. That's exactly right. And then you go online again, right? Because where yeah. else are you going to get the answers? Yeah. And there's, and that's, and that's really the problem with, with the internet. Uh, I love the internet. Don't get me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I was born before it, but uh, I was born in 79. So I guess technically the internet existed, but nobody had, I it. was born a little bit even before that. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, there's, you can learn anything you want to learn. Um, almost on YouTube by itself, but Mm -hmm. you know, the information is there. It's just, you need to know how to sort through all the misinformation 
right. and all of the the people you know screaming with their hair on fire you know that they have the answers well most of those people don't have the answers you know it's the quiet people it's the the ones who will actively tell you like hmm that's a good question i don't know let me look it up those are the people that don't get seen because they're not you know click worthy um <clears throat> so it's hard to find the information online and especially on social media and so much misinformation is out there. And I was, I was a victim to a lot of it too. I, I did the, uh, if it fits your macros, I did that for mm -hmm. a while and that will work. Um, mm -hmm. but that is so easy to game and cheat your body, yes. not, yes. you know, obviously cheating, um, the calories is a counterproductive to your diet, but you know, I, I, there was a researcher and I can't remember his name. I wish I had written this down before the podcast, but he actually did, he lost, um, 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it, you can look it up online. If you, if you look up the Twinkie diet, you'll find the research paper. He published it. He ate Twinkies 24 seven. That's all he ate and a protein shake. He ate, had a couple of protein shakes during the day to make sure he had enough protein. Um, but other than that, he only ate Twink, Twinkies and wow. he lost 50 pounds. Now, obviously when you lose 50 pounds, your blood markers go up. Like everything looks better. 50 right. pounds lighter. You know, a healthy 50 pounds lighter. Um, not if you're emaciated, but, you know, long term, that's still not good for you. You know, you're not getting the vitamins, the nutrients, the, the, the things that your body needs to function properly. Right. Um, right. So you can do it with if you fit your macro, if it fits your macros, but, you know, it's, it's not the best way to do it. And it's not the long term way to do it because you're doing so much mental math when you're trying to, well, I've got 12 carbs left to eat today, but I got 50 uh, protein and you're trying to do the math in your head and you're at a restaurant and, you know, they're waiting on your order and you're like, crap. And you know, it's, it's hard. So <clears throat> right before COVID I had, um, gracefully worked my way back up to about a, about 245 pounds mm -hmm. and made another decision that I was going to, to change things. And I was going to do it um, permanently. I was not going to do any more of this, you know, back and forth and back and forth. So, um, and even, I mean, that was what, five years ago, um, mm -hmm. 2019, <laughs> crazy. uh, I know, tell me about it. I, I didn't, I did not diet correctly at all. In my opinion now, um, I kind of just crashed diet dieted. Mm -hmm. I randomly picked 1800 calories and that's what I stuck to, but I balanced it. It was 1800 calories of proteins, carbs, and fats in a pretty good proportion. So that was a benefit, but I had no idea that 1800 was the right number. I didn't know if that was too much, too little, whatever. I just picked a number and I went with it and I dropped the weight. I got down to, um, Angie, I think I got down to one, 190, 180. No, no, no. I got down to 184. Okay. Um, okay. basically on a starvation diet. So I lost anywhere from 50 to 60 pounds doing that. Um, it was not fun. Um, I knew it was not sustainable. And when I got down to where I didn't think I was going to comfortably be able to lose any more weight, uh, like I said, I, I don't know that I was 184 in high school. I think I was close to 190 in high school. So I mean, I was probably the leanest I'd ever been in my life at that point. Right. And um, I asked myself, I'm like, okay, Stuart, you got yourself here. How are you going to stay here? Because you've got to eat more food than that. And, um, I'd never, never gone to the gym to weight train before. 
um, in my entire life. In college, I tried. A buddy of mine had was on the football team in high school, and and he, quote unquote, knew how to you know lift weights. Mm -hmm. So we would go. We went to the gym a little bit, Mm -hmm. and every time I went, I would you know. If you've ever pulled your abs because you thought, oh, I can do more weight on the ab crunch machine, you'll understand that when you go to the gym and you don't know what you're doing and you hurt yourself, you don't go back very often. Um, right. That was that was miserable. And then I'd go back, you know, but uh, I've never, never lifted weights and everything like that. And so I, I, I joined um, Planet Fitness because mm-hmm. it was 10, 10 bucks, you know. Right. And I said, all right, I've got YouTube. I'm a smart guy. I'll figure out how to lift weights. And so I did a whole bunch of, of research and reading and actually found some pretty good. Um, I say pretty good. One of them, super excellent, knowledgeable people who shared truthful, good information on strength training uh-huh. and um, online uh, on the YouTube. And so I was watching them. I was learning from them and I was, I was picking up, you know, workout routines from them. And I was going to planet fitness and then COVID shut everything down. And I yep. said, all right, great. Fortunately for me, not for most people, but for me, I was working at the school district at the time. Mm-hmm. Once the kids weren't at school, uh, mm-hmm. the weight room at the field house was completely empty. So I had a private gym basically to myself. So I, I went in there and basically used COVID to teach myself how to lift weights. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and just fell in love with it. Absolutely fell in love with lifting weights and, and started getting into to, uh, bodybuilding and, um, cause I saw progress and that's right. the biggest thing is if you can see progress, you know, with weight loss or muscle gain or any of that kind of stuff, you know, that just motivates you that much more. So I kind of went down that road. Um, I'd lost the weight. I got in the gym and that that really kind of hit a big stumbling block for me, which really kind of turned the point to where I ended up where I am now. Um, right. Because I still I was still trying to eat, you know, 1,800, 2,000 calories a day. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to grow muscle. So mm-hmm. now my goals were counterproductive to each other. Right. I wasn't supplying my body with enough raw materials to build what I was wanting it to build. Right. And I got stuck there for a little while and finally did some more research, learning, you know, uh, book study for uh, probably another year and a half before I kind of came out of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's when people were noticing because I was still going to the gym. I, I loved mm-hmm. it. I fell in love with that. And I was still staying lean. It wasn't the most productive way of doing things and all, but I was still staying you know, thin and I was going to the gym. And so, and people were starting to notice around me. Mm-hmm. And so people would ask me like, Hey, can you help me, you know, lose some weight? I want to lose some weight. Can you help me with that? You know, Hey, I want to learn how to go to the gym. Can you, can you help me with a, a workout routine? So people were asking me this kind of stuff. And, um, it wasn't, lo- well, it wasn't long. It was probably a year of me helping friends for free that my yeah. wife looked at me and she said, you should be charging people for this. Cause you actually really know your stuff. And right. I, like, I learned, I learned it online. I, I'm just, you know, she's like, no, you know, more than all of these people. That's why they're asking you. And you are showing that, you know, it because you're doing it yourself. Right. And so that's when the coaching thing really became an idea for me. And, um, 
you know, I started kind of trying to figure it out along the way. And then 2020, this is 2024. So 2022, yes. <laughs> we're almost to today. I, I promise this is coming to a, a good nope, conclusion. You're good. Um, I, I'm enjoying lessons. So it's, it's funny that you said, you know, how you kind of came around to the idea of the coaching because it was kind of similar to me is, you know, I was coaching, I guess I didn't see it as coaching people. I was helping people with their problems and exactly. mostly mm -hmm. friends and family. And then somebody kind of brought it to my attention. You realize you're already coaching people. You're just doing it for free. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it was. And, and that's, yes. and it's also exactly what I, what I look at it. Like I'm doing was doing, am doing is, is helping people. Um, right. You know, I, I could care less. I mean, unless it's your goal, but if you came to me and, and you wanted help with something, I'm it's in my nature. I'm going to want to help you. Like I said, I was in public schools for 13 years. I didn't do that because of the paycheck. You know, I did right. it because I knew I could help people. I knew I could make somebody's life better in the long run by me doing what I did. And that's, okay. that's the same kind of thought process that I still have now um, okay. with this. So I, um, I had the, I, you know, Lindy, Lindy kind of beat it into me, my wife, um, that I needed to be charging for my knowledge. Uh -huh. And so I started kind of playing around with that. And then in 2022, I, uh, I decided, you know, I'm going to be 45 soon. Um, huh. I was 43 at the time. I said, I mean, I'm in pretty good shape. I know how to lift weights. I'm, I've progressed more than like when I joined the gym, cause after COVID opened everything back or after the shutdown, uh -huh. Um, I ended up joining a different gym because at that point, Planet Fitness just didn't have the weight, the amount of weights that I needed to use for, for a lot of the exercises. Right. Um, it wasn't the, the, let me rephrase that. It wasn't the style of gym that I needed to go to, to keep progressing. Right. That's a better way of saying it. Uh -huh. And, um, so I joined a different gym and when I joined it, I saw all these guys in there and, and uh -huh. it's, it's hilarious. This is a side note. Guys, a lot of guys think, especially high school, young, you know, early twenties, they think, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get jacked and I'm going to get all the girls. The girls don't look at the guys. That's just a That's fact true. across the universe. I think the guys look at the guys. So mm -hmm. I was one of those two and I, you know, I, I went to this new gym, more of a bodybuilding kind of gym, old school kind of gym. And I looked around and I was like, oh man, one, one day I'm going to look like that guy, you know? And I understand mm -hmm. that I'm not going to look like that guy. But, you know, he was a lot more muscular than I was. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of them were. Well, after being there for a couple of years, I was the more muscular guy. They hadn't changed. They looked exactly the same as they did three years ago when I joined the gym. But I looked bigger and better and, you know, more muscular. And uh, I was like, all right, I, apparently I know how to do this better than a lot of people. So it, you know, occurred to me like, I can do a bodybuilding show. I've never done that before. I've never put myself out there. I've never put on, been on stage, especially in something as small as what you have to wear for that. But um, I, I mean, that, I'm still a little nervous on that part, but I figured, you know, if I, if I've got the body to show off, might as well do it. Right. Um, right. And uh, so I hired a coach uh, for myself. Um, and, and I told him, I said, look, I said, I want to gain some more muscle. But when I turn 45, which is actually next month, I want to do a bodybuilding show. That's, that's my goal of this. And he's like, sure. No problem. And um, my coach and I actually have become really good friends at this point. Um, he just won his uh, bodybuilding pro card back in, in December. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he won nationals, got his pro card. So he's a professional now um, for whatever that's worth. And um, I, it's actually a big deal, but I, we, I like to pick on him about it, <laughs> but we train together now. Like it's got to the point where we've worked together. We knew each other. He recognized that I knew basically as much as he did about nutrition, right. about, uh, you know, muscle anatomy, about exercise science, you know, all that kind of stuff. I taught myself knew about as much as he did. Now he looks a whole lot better than me because he's been doing it for longer, but uh-huh. we're training partners. Now we work out together six days a week uh-huh. and um, his other clients don't get that privilege because, you know, he's still teaching them when I, he and I are at the gym together, we know enough to help each other. We don't have to, right. like there's no teacher student kind of thing. So we can actually get in there and train hard. And, um, he started pushing me too. He's like, dude, he said, why are you not charging? Like, why are you not like coaching people? He said, you, you, you could do this in your sleep. And so that really kind of pushed with, with my wife on one side and him on the other. Um, the opportunity back in October um, of last year presented itself where I could kind of walk away from the school district. No feelings uh-huh. hurt. Everybody's, you know, people were sad, uh, you know, didn't like the fact that I was leaving because I was a valuable right. member of the team apparently, but I wasn't dropping the ball on anybody or, or pulling the rug out from any of the projects. And um, so I debated over that for a little while and I took the opportunity. I, I, I walked away from uh, public schools and decided I'm, I'm going to do the, the training of uh, the online, mm-hmm. you know, coaching and, and nutrition and uh, see if I can't help people in that way. Nice. And, um, so that's, that's kind of brings me to where I'm at now um, uh-huh. to where, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully going to make a living offering the knowledge that I have gained over the past decade right. um, to people. And, and I think it's important to, to, to point out too, that it's, it is as simple as I used the example with the, the fat Labrador retriever earlier. It is that simple. Uh-huh. It's just not uh-huh. that simple to integrate into your lifestyle. It's not exactly. that simple exactly. to ad- adopt a new lifestyle because dieting is one thing. But getting yourself healthy, getting yourself fit and staying there is, is a lifestyle change and helping people learn what they need to know in order to do that for themselves is, is a really fun challenge for me, but it's definitely a challenge right now. Um, and I, I, that's, that's what really makes me think I'm, I'm going to really enjoy doing this for the long term um, because it's, yeah, it's still that help. Like you said, it's, it's that helping people. Um, it's not just making them look good for a photo shoot or a, a wedding or a, you know, vacation. It's like helping them have a healthier lifestyle, longer life, um, less medical needs, better sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just go down the whole list of things. So, yeah. And, you know, those in the the vet med field, kind of like we mentioned before, I know because your wife is in that field and you know, a lot of people and you have a lot of connections and you've seen a lot of what, that field goes through, especially physically and even mentally, because that can play such a huge role, even in what you're doing. Um, you know, what, what are you able to do for those that, you know, like for me, um, I found myself in really bad sleep patterns, but you have, you know, you've got your daytime people and your ER people. I was, I've always been ER. And so I didn't have a whole lot of choice over when I slept. Um, and, but I still was just in very bad sleep patterns. And if I am not sleeping well, I don't lose weight. Like Mm -hmm. it, it just got to the point where on the weekends where I knew I was going to be working that kind of shift um, because I didn't 
keep that same pattern of sleep all through the week. I just expected to not even look at the scale because I was probably even going to go up, if not at least stay the same. And it's, I have learned that my sleep is vital to me being able to stay healthy, lose weight, feel good. Um, so what are you able, you know, talk a little bit about that, you know, what you've kind of come across with the burnout um, and how you're able to help those who are facing those types of issues. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and my wife is the perfect example of that too. Uh, okay. Cause she still works ER and yes. um, at her current job, she, she works day shift sometimes, you know, 7 AM, 7 PM. Sometimes mm-hmm. she works swing shift, which is uh, 12 to 12. And then less so now, but you know, sometimes she still works, you know, like three overnight shifts where she's, you know, uh, 7 PM to 7 AM. And I know and, how much uh, she loves those. <laughs> oh, absolutely. She, she would. Yeah. Um, she's almost off of those. She's, she's talked to, to, uh, um, I think she worked three of them last week and there's not uh, another overnight shift in the foreseeable future right now. She thinks good, so good. We're, we're getting there. Um, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's thinking about your health in a different, from a different perspective. And, and I, and I think in, in the, the veterinary, and I assume in the medical profession in general, mm-hmm. people or animals, but I know from my observations, my anecdotal experience uh, with, with the vet professionals, um, you know, it, it's, they are the most giving people I've, I've really ever met. Uh, in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, te- teachers are up there too. Um, classroom teachers are up there too. Some of the ones right. in the administration yeah. are, are very different people, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I, my wife, for example, and you, I've seen you do this as well. You mm-hmm. know, you, you will put aside anything that of your needs whatsoever to help somebody else or to help another animal or to, you know, that kind of thing. And it doesn't have to be the animals. It can be the people too. Um, right. Y'all are just the caring, loving people and putting yourself second is, is just, it's never a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I've seen my wife struggle with, with weight and, and things and her response is, is, and I've got several uh, veterinarians um, I coach now um, and their responses are very similar too. It's like, well, it's just, things are so hectic. You know, I've got family life right. at home. I got to take care of kids. I got to take care of this. And then, you know, I got work. And then when work's over, work's not over. You're, you're, you bring homework, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's just mentally. And, um, you know, that it just, it just causes that caregiver burnout. Um, you know, the original research on burnout in humans was actually done with uh, nurses and caregivers. Um, and that was the original definition of burnout was caregiver burnout. And, and I just see that so prevalent in, in, in the service fields, you know, vet med especially. And, um, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be hard. Um, right. It doesn't have to be difficult to make those lifestyle changes. And so I think, the problem, one of the big problems is it just seems overwhelming to people, even with a medical background, mm-hmm. you're, you're under-informed on how to take care of yourself. Yes. We're not, we're not taught that in schools as, as kids in America um, anymore. Um, I assume I wasn't around for it, but I assume home economics classes way back in the day might have taught some of this. Um, but I mean, I took the health classes in, in you know, the eighties and nineties um, when I was in, primary school and, and middle school and high school, I didn't learn how to take care of myself. I learned the USDA food pyramid exactly. and, you know, honestly, the food pyramid isn't that bad. It's just nobody ate the food pyramid. You know, nobody right. followed the directions. Um, 
but that's all I learned. And I was like, okay, well, if I eat some vegetables, I should be fine. Right. And if we were still back, you know, 200 years ago where most of us had active jobs, yeah, you were kind of fine then. But nowadays yeah. we're in front of computers, we're in front of screens, we're, you know, on our phones. And it's not that that's a bad thing. It's just, a that's a different lifestyle. And so we right. have to learn how to still take care of our bodies the way our bodies need to with the new, you know, with the new lifestyle that society is in now. And, um, under informed is the way I like to talk about it because everybody knows kind of, sort of like everybody tells me when I talk to them, um, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know how to eat good. Like really? <laughs> you just use a very vague term when it comes to nutrition. So you know how to yes. eat good. What is yes. good? Define good. And you know, everybody has different ideas on that. And, and not that any one particular way of eating is, is right or wrong, but understanding how food fuels you from a, you know, how, how it affects your sleep, how it affects your hormone balance, how it affects your energy levels day to day. Um, yeah. All of that yeah. stuff is not just how much food you eat, but what kinds of food you eat when you eat them to a lesser extent, but sometimes, um, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. And, and people don't really have a good understanding of that. I, I, I didn't for the longest time um, really understand Okay. Is there a difference between, you know, I thought for, for, for a good example, I thought in my head, white rice was bad. Right. Like that, that that's, that's, I shouldn't eat that. I should eat the brown rice. Well, it takes like 30 seconds to look at the nutrition values on white rice versus brown rice and see that they're mm -hmm. identical. Right. You know, every, everybody seems to think that sweet potatoes are better for you than white potatoes. Nutritionally, they're identical. They just taste different. You know, wow. so, mm -hmm. um, you know, it blows people's mind when I do a, a nutrition plan for them and I put in there, you know, potatoes, they're like, Oh, what kind of potatoes? I'm like, I don't care, dude, any kind of potato you want. They're like, well, well sweet potatoes. I'm like, yeah, sweet potatoes fine. Don't put sugar all over it. I mean, that's not what I'm telling you to do, but <laughs> you know, it does taste better obviously. But you know, if I tell you a potato, I don't care if it's a red potato, a white potato, a orange potato, a purple potato, potatoes have the same nutritional value, you know, plus or minus. Um, right. as each other. So it's, right. it's not a big deal. And so that, that once people kind of understand like, Oh, I'm overthinking this because I don't really understand it that well, mm -hmm. it starts mm -hmm. to become a little simpler. Um, okay. And, and so and do so you kind I, of, sorry, I just will say, do you kind of build, you mentioned, yeah, um, that's what I was fixing to get into. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Good. I'm gonna let you take it then. No, no, that's fine. Um, and so that's what I do. That's, that's kind of where I, I come from coaching people. And I don't, I don't think of myself as like a coach as in like, Oh, you know, we're going to go to the gym and you're going to hit four sets and we're going to do it hard. And that kind of coach, like a football coach, I like coaching them through a lifestyle change. That's really how I think of it. It just happens to be fitness and nutrition that I'm doing it from. Um, so if, if somebody were to come to me wanting to lose weight, wanting to gain weight, wanting to gain muscle, wanting to whatever they want to do, make sleep better, you know, um, you know, you, you may be in fairly good shape and you're just like, Hey, I don't feel good most days. I don't have a lot of energy most days. I don't sleep well. You know, that's totally within my realm of, of being able to help people too. And, you know, we kind of, we kind of go through what you're eating. Uh, usually I have people do a, a food diary. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't, I personally don't make people like, if you want to fantastic weigh your food on a food scale, tell me how many grams you ate of X, Y, and Z. That is amazingly awesome. And, and I love it but most people don't want to do that. 
So, right. you know, I tell most people like, look, if you just tell me that you had a chicken breast or it looked like it was two cups of mashed potatoes, uh-huh. you know, that's close enough. We can kind of figure out where you're at, what you're eating. And then I'll come up with a nutrition plan for you, which most, I want to be careful how I say this. Most people, females more than males, but it's not exclusively one sex or the other, are chronically under eating. Um, yes. And, and it's, it's, it's the diet culture. It's what's been, you know, when you check out at the grocery store, you're looking at 17 different magazines that tell you how to lose the belly fat, you know, mm-hmm. uh, get rid of your cellulite. You know, some movie star lost 30 pounds doing this in 12 weeks, which no, they didn't. Um, and, and it's so funny because it's that's just, what we think we're supposed to do. Cause I know I talked to some women and you know, they're like, I just can't seem to lose weight. And I know it's not my eating. Cause I hardly ever eat. And I'm like, well, there's part of the problem. <laughs> so <laughs> the thought of eating more food when you're trying to lose weight is not something people understand, but it's about eating more of the right foods. So. It, and it's about getting healthy. Um, yes. If you, if you are healthy and your body has what it needs, you can shed body fat very easily. Yeah. When your body doesn't have what it needs, it's not, I'm, there's no, there's no, I love, I love, I love laughing at the term, you know, oh, I'm in starvation mode, so I can't lose weight now. Um, go tell an Ethiopian that when they right. can't eat for three weeks and they are emaciated and dying from hunger. No, uh-huh. there's no such thing. Your body doesn't do that. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Or else we could just all not eat and we stay the same weight. Correct. But yeah. <laughs> It, you know, so logic goes out the window a lot of times with people too, but it's a lot of the people that come to me, they're under eating and I'll look at their food and I'll look at their activity levels. Cause I'll really, I just kind of look at steps. I don't, I, you know, I don't care if you're exercising, riding a bike, whatever, but most people have smartwatches now. And if you don't, that's still fine. I, you know, we, I have other ways of, of working with people that don't want to have a step tracker, but right. almost, you know, most people have a smartwatch now that, that does some sort of, you know, step tracking. And so I try to explain to people like, look, step tracking is not actual steps. It's just activity. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you wave your arm back and forth, you're going to get steps, quote unquote. So we're just going to use that as a, a measure of how active you are during the day. And then we're going to, you know, do fix your nutrition plan. We're, we're going to fix, we're going to adjust your nutrition plan. And then we're going to see how it goes because everybody's different. If you have been dieting your whole life, you will, your, your metabolism will have been suppressed and then there's no broken metabolisms out there. That's a, another social media term, but it's just suppressed because your body needs to run off of less. And we don't want that. We want okay. your body to run off of what it needs, not right. adapt to it lower. So about half the people I work with, I end up raising their calories. We go on a reverse diet for the first anywhere from month to, to three months, sometimes depending on how much work we need to do. Okay. And okay. Most of the time, um, and, and my coach does the same stuff between looking at his clients and his success with it. And then the the clients that I've done this way too, like both of us are seeing the same kind of results where we can, I, I have raised um, a client's calories over three months. So it took me three months to do this. We, we made slow incremental increases. We did not exercise excessively during this. We did exercise for health, but we didn't do, you know, crazy cardio or anything like that. Um, I think we just had her on steps. I think that's what Mm -hmm. I did um, Mm -hmm. for for those three months. And, um, 
but I raised her calories a thousand calories and she gained half a pound. Wow. So she went from, I think she was eating about 16. I'd have to go back and look, but I think she was eating about 1600 calories when she came to me mm-hmm. and we got her up to 2,600 calories. Um, and it was a half pound difference. Um, and so that, that was it for her. That was it. That that's what sold it to her that like, Hey, I really don't know what I'm doing. Please help me. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we got her up to 2,600, you know, imagine how easy it is to diet when you're eating 2,600 calories as opposed to 1600, you know? Yes. Um, it's a lot easier to, to yes. diet and yeah. lose the weight. So when somebody comes to me, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of evaluating you where you are and that's where we're going to start. We're not going to jump straight into some kind of crazy cardio routine and, you know, slash your calories and stuff like that. We're going to see where you are. And right. usually yeah. the first couple of weeks, I'm going to see not only where you are, if you're telling me the truth when you did your food diary, but how you're going to react to being coached. Mm-hmm. You know, how you're going to react to me advising you on what you should do. Are you so coachable? Exactly. Uh, yes. It's a, it's a mindset thing. And if, and if I need to work on mindset first with a client, that's kind of where, I, you know, I, I have a client right now. That's what I'm really working with them on mm-hmm. is they thought they knew what they were doing. I was like, well, then why are you coming to me? Exactly. Well, I just, I need accountability. I'm like, you have friends, you have other people, you, you know, let's, <laughs> let's really get to the reason why you're coming. And, and she, it's, it's the coachable mindset is not there for her at all. Right. Um, and so we're having to work on that. So it's, I, I'm, I'm not a life coach. I'm, I'm not you, but I have to do a lot of that. Um, as it turns yes, out, I think our jobs are very similar in that. I mean, I, I tend to notice that when a client isn't per se coachable, there's something in them that wants to be. So it's, you know, or they, like you said, they wouldn't have come to you. Um, exactly. So you just got to kind of dig through that and help them find that why and help them with that mindset shift. Yeah. And, and, and establishing trust too, because yes, even if I know somebody, the trust over like, Hey, Stuart's telling me what to eat, when to eat it, and then what to do with my free time to a certain extent, uh-huh. you know, it is, is a big trust control issue for some people. So, uh-huh. you know, getting, getting that trust built, you know, sometimes, sometimes I have to show them a little bit of results first so they can get the trust. So then I can say, okay, now we're going to do this because we should have done it in the first place. So, but it's really just coming, coming to, you know, meeting the client where they are. Um, uh-huh. So it doesn't matter if you're overeating, undereating, overweight, underweight, you know, wherever you are in life, if you've got three kids at home and you work two jobs, you know, that's where you are. And we're not going to change that because that's your life. Um, I'm not here to, to uh, alter your life decisions. You know, we're going to figure out how to make this thing work by not really changing anything about you other right. than some of the decisions you make and, and your attitudes about some things. Um, and, and that's and so they're that's definitely not getting the cookie cutter uh, program. Oh, from you. You're definitely absolutely trying not. to tailor it to who they are, meet yeah. them where they are. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it, that comes down to, to the mindset thing too, is where, you know, you, you as the client, um, you know, I'm trying to help you put yourself first, you know, like they tell you on the airplane, um, especially with, with the veterinarian professionals, um, you know, put your mask on first, then help your kid, then help your neighbor. Because if you pass out, you can't help anybody. So exactly. if you're not performing at your best, if you're not feeling good, if you're not, you know, sleeping well, 
you're not doing a whole lot of good for the people around you that you're trying to do good for. Um, so setting those, those healthy boundaries, like, no, I'm going to do this for me. I don't care what's going on is, is a, some people think of it as a selfish mindset, but it's really just a, a good, healthy mindset. And yeah. so, you know, walking them through that, that change is, um, is part of the process too. Even, even the ones that are coachable from the start, walking them mm-hmm. through that change to where, cause my goal in this is, is I'll work with somebody for, um, a minimum of six months. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I tell everybody up front, like, look, yes, you can go online and you can probably buy a $15, $20, $50 plan. And you can lose a ton of weight in two months, three months, yeah. but you're not going to, you know, more than likely you're not going to keep it off. You're not going to learn anything from that process. I'm going to work with you for six months at a minimum, because during that six months, I'm going to teach you what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you from the start why we're starting here. I'm going to teach you why we're doing these exercises, how we can, if we don't like these exercises, we can change them. Let me tell you how we're, you know, how we're going to make those decisions. These are the foods I want you eating. This is why I want you eating those foods. Um, so they're learning the process. So after six months, they've gone through the process. They've got, they've reached their goals, you know, lose weight, gain muscle, both, whatever it is. Um, and then the last couple of months, usually we can get there in like four. Yeah. Usually about four months. We can get, we can get you to your goal in about four months. Right. But if I've dieted you down and let's just, let's just use you for an example, Angie, mm-hmm. if, if you come to me, and let's just say you're, you're 180 pounds. Your goal is to lose 15 pounds. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. great. So, you know, we've dieted you down. You've lost your 15 pounds, maybe 17 pounds, you know, cause you're an excellent student, but you're, you're now sitting at, you know, 1500 calories, 1600 mm-hmm. calories because we dieted you. If I walk away, then you're going to rebound back up because you're not going to be able to sustain that calorie level or you're going to try and sustain that calorie calorie level and you're going to drive yourself crazy. You're going to be hungry all the time. You're going to be cranky. Your sleep's going to be crap. You know, your health is not going to be good. Um, Mm -hmm. Diets are short, you know, a dieting phase, a fat loss phase is a short term phase before Mm -hmm. you return to a normal healthy phase. And so the last month or two, I work with people and we bring them back up. We bring their calories back up. We set them up for, for long-term success. So that's why it takes the six months to, to start, okay. progress. And then before I before we separate our professional relationship, I mm-hmm. want to make sure that you're set up for success. I want to make sure you're in a healthy place. Um, I've, t- I've, told, uh, I've told people who've come to me or have talked to me and um, – they said, well, I was on this diet before and I, you know, they had me eating like 800 calories a day. And I'm like, okay, I'll never do that. They're like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm never going to take any human being below 1200 calories. Yeah. I don't care how big you are, how little you are. That's just, that's dangerous. And, um, you know, if, if you're a male, unless you're just a super teeny tiny male, you know, I'm not going to take a male less than probably 1600 calories. And I typically don't take females less than like 1400 unless they're uh-huh. a very petite, small um, woman. Um, but 1200 is like the bottom, like we'll never, I will never tell somebody to eat less than that because that is just right. dangerous, but you have a lot of people out there that do that. So um, it's a different style than some people mm-hmm. are used to, especially if they're chronic dieters, if they've done it a long, you know, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have people do like all kinds of cardio. There's no, if you don't want to do cardio, we won't do cardio. 
I mean, that's, mm-hmm. it's that simple. Um, we can accomplish everything. We can accomplish 90% of what you want, usually through diet change. Um, right. And we, and we, we move it progress, you know, slowly. I got, I got one guy. This is a good example too. Um, he came on with me in um, December mm-hmm. and um, he, he was gung ho from the start, which was great. He's very coachable, which is great. So this mm-hmm. is a optimal example, but I looked at his diet that he was eating currently when, when he came on and I didn't change his calories. Mm-hmm. I just changed his food. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. was eating the same amount of calories, just different food choices. He messaged me for the first three weeks. He's like, man, I cannot eat all of this food. I said, look at your weights. Cause his weight dropped a pound first week, a pound and a half, the second week, a pound and a half, the third week, wow. but he could not eat as much food as I was telling him to eat. Wow. Um, and that, wow. that blew his mind. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's easier than people make it, mm-hmm. but you have to understand what you're doing to get there. And that's, that's right. the, the disconnect that I see a lot of people have. Right. So do you work mostly or even only with locals? So how does that work for you? Do you really need to be able to meet with them in person? Just for those that are listening, if they're interested in getting in touch with you and um, setting something up, is it something that you really are only focused on the, those that are local or is there a way that you're able to do at least some, um, you know, some coaching with them on their lifestyle change um, uh, virtually? So how do you, how do you do go about that? Uh, it, it's, it's, I, I got the business set up to be a hundred percent virtual. Um, okay. If you are local, I don't mind meeting with you. Um, it won't be part of the regular process, but um, you know, I, I do, I do uh, Google meet calls for, for initial, okay. because even if somebody comes to me like, Hey, I'm going to hire you. I'm like, all right, let's talk first. You know, mm-hmm. you tell me your goals. I'm going to explain to you what, what it's going to look like in general. And then we're going to make a decision if we're going to work together because, you know, some people have expectations that I'm, I'm not going to meet because I don't mm-hmm. believe in those types of things. And then some people, you know, can talk to, you know, you, you, you know, you can talk to somebody and see, are they really into this or is this going to be a whole lot more work because they're not going to do, they're not motivated. They're just doing this because they have some extra money and they want to claim, you know, so I feel, I feel people out. Um, and then I want you to feel me out too. You know, I want you to ask me every question under the sun. I want you to be comfortable with this. Right. Um, and, and like I said, that's a virtual meeting, um, but a video call. Um, and I like the video calls. So there's something, there's something that detracts by doing a video call from a mm-hmm. person to person, mm-hmm. but there's definitely more that you get from a video call than just a telephone call. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, you know, we'll, we'll meet, we'll meet virtually a video call for the first one. And um, you know, if we decide to work together, then everything's done through online. Um, I have an app, um, Android and Apple. So okay. I'll, I'll put, uh, I'll put workout plans in the app. I'll put your nutrition plan in the app. If you want to track your food in the app, that option's mm-hmm. there. If you don't want to track your food, you just want to eat on the plan. That's fine too. Um, I don't require, you know, to work with me, I don't require anybody to actually track, um, you know, meal by meal, food by food. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> when you do your check-in once a week, I'm going to know if you were eating on plan or not, you know, um, <laughs> cause, cause you know, I don't, I don't want your daily weights. I want your average weight for the week. So I'm looking right. week to week for things. 
Um, and I tell people, I'm like, look, you know, I expect you to be 80%. I expect you to be a human being. Mm-hmm. We're doing a plan. This is new. You're learning. Um, ask me any questions. You, everybody has, all my clients have 24 hour, 24 hour access to me through WhatsApp. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm usually, I usually respond almost right away. If I'm at the gym, you know, I may not, if I'm out on a date with my wife, I may not, but typically I'm just walking around with my phone and I, I can most often shoot an answer back to you, you know, within, you know, a few minutes or, or usually within an hour at least. Um, but like I said, it's, it's all, it's all virtual. So you'll, you'll check in through the app. Um, some clients I have do check-in pictures, um, biweekly. So every other okay. week they'll do a check-in picture because, and, and you know, this, uh, as, as well as anybody, you know, the scale is going to, going to stall at yes. some point, it's just not going to move. And if you're taking, you know, weekly, I do weekly pictures with my coach. My coach has me do weekly pictures, but I'm more on the athlete side where he's looking at muscle shape and muscle size and, you know, those kinds of changes. So it's week to week. It makes a difference for just general population kind of people every other week shows differences weekly, not so much. So every other week, most of my clients will do a a check-in picture and it's just simple. I mean, it's not, you know, down to your skivvies or anything. It's, you know, something where Mm -hmm. I can see your body, you know, if, if, I want to see if you're holding water. I want to see if we can see better definition. I want to see if I can see a change in your shape. So if you're wearing a loose baggy shirt, obviously I'm not going to see anything. Uh Um, So, um, you know, the guy I was talking about uh, that, that was eating more food. Well, I told him to eat more food than he he could at first. Um, You know, he stalled out for three weeks um, just recently. And, you know, looking at the pictures, I said, I said, you went out to eat with somebody this week, didn't you? He goes, how do you know that? I'm like, dude, you're holding a lot of water right now. That's why you're, you're scaling it and moving. I said, it's fine. You're fine. You know, have your fun meals, have whatever. I said, but that's why it's not moving. So don't worry about it. Don't stress over it. And, um, you know, it didn't move the next week. I was like, don't worry about it, man. You're good. Didn't move the next week. And he was really kind of freaking out. And I showed him the pictures. I'm like, look, especially on his back. Um, I showed him the comparison. I was like, look, you can see a difference already. I mean, just, just in the two weeks, you can see a difference. Don't worry about the scale. And then the, the week after that scale dropped three pounds. Wow. You know? And I knew that was coming, but it's helping people not freak out, not jump off the ship, you know, talking them through that because the human body is an amazing thing and nobody fully understands it. So there's some weird stuff that happens sometimes, you know, yes. if you don't sleep good. You can hold water. Um, you know, if you go to a Chinese food restaurant, there's a whole slew of problems that could happen, but more than likely you're going to eat a lot more sodium than you're used to that can hold water. <laughs> you know, um, one, one slice of carrot cake during the week is not going to derail you, but people can think that right. because if you eat a whole lot more sugar and there's nothing wrong with sugar, but if you eat a whole lot more sugar than you're used to, that can hold water. All kinds of things can cause fluctuations in your weight. And that's just one metric that we use. So that's why we do the pictures, but all of that goes through the app. Um, like I said, I use WhatsApp just because I can do that on the computer or my phone. It's easier and everybody has it. Plus it's encrypted. So it's kind of private. So if you're talking to me about something that you don't necessarily want, you know, a hacker reading, if they're hacking you for whatever reason, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's more secure. Um, okay. but yeah, it's, it's all virtual. Um, I do have some people that, that, um, 
you know, they'll be in the gym and they're not sure how to do some of the exercises. And, and I walk you through the exercises and I'm working on building a library of example exercises at the gym. Cause I recognize that a lot of people don't know what they're doing. If I tell them to do a lat pull down at the gym, they're like, what, what is that? You know? Um, and if I'm not there to show you or walk you through it, then it virtual is a little harder on that. So I, I have videos of me explaining and doing the exercise that I can send people. Um, also I have, to where some people I'll say, look, video yourself in the gym, you know, be that person and just video yourself in the gym, doing it, send it to me. And I, and I can critique it. I can tell you, Oh, look, you need to lean forward a little bit here or, Oh, that's hurting your shoulder. Well, how about, you know, say your palm being up, do your thumb up when you grip right. the bar and little things like that, um, that I can look at real quick and tell you like, Oh, that'll fix it. And so there's a lot of, you know, back and forth, but it's all virtual. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of so thing, how do people you know, like, get in touch with you? Um, I, uh, I assume you're going to put a link in the uh, show yes. notes, but yes. um, I'll send you that. But uh, it's, it's, I have a, um, my Instagram is, is really just my business stuff. Um, and that's okay. uh, Stuart, Stuart D. Lee. Um, my personal Facebook kind of takes you to the same place, um, except more personal. That's also Stuart D. Lee. I have a, a private Facebook group that's completely free to join. Um, so anybody can join that. Even if you're not a client, I post all kinds of, uh, tips, uh, facts, information, uh, health related stuff in that Facebook post or Facebook group. Um, I try to do it daily. Uh I'm pretty good about doing it four or five times a week. Um, some weeks I get seven days and there there's other people in that group too. And so, you know, there's, you know, if you need support or, want to just ask some questions, that's a great resource to have. And like I said, it's completely free and and I don't charge for it. I don't, I don't sell in that group. It's not like you're going to join the group and then you're gonna get spammed or anything like that. Okay. I literally make that available and I make it private so that, you know, people can be more comfortable asking questions in there and stuff like that. Um, okay. But that's a free resource. I'll make sure that you have that, that link as well. Um, yes. And you can find that link from my Facebook. Like I said, Facebook and Instagram are both uh, Stuart D Lee. Um, okay. And then I do have an email address, but, um, you know, it, social media is honestly the easiest way to get, get in touch with me. Um, but okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you my link tree, uh, link and it has everything in it. Um, with one, one website. Perfect. Well, I think this is a lot of great information. I've actually learned a few things. I might have to be, uh, getting in touch with you. Myself. <laughs> like I said, we've been, my husband and I've been doing a health journey now for about a year. Um, or we've been serious about it. I mean, you know, like you said, for years I've been on and off again. Um, but I think we finally kind of got serious about it over this past year. We're not getting any younger and recognizing, um, you know, if we want to be able to live not only a long life, but enjoy that long life and be mobile and active, um, you know, now's the time. And I think we've had great success, but I think we are both getting to a place where, um, I know I feel a little stalled out. I feel like my body is missing some things and I'm not quite sure what those things are. So, and I I don't think most people do. So that's why I think it is Mm -hmm. so important what you do. And I love the fact that you, for one, are virtual because, you know, it's, that's, that's another added thing. I I just posted a, a real recently um, by somebody that I follow and he was like, you know, the reel was about, 
you know, if you're feeling a little down, all you have to do is prioritize sleep and prioritize health and prioritize this and prioritize that. And by the time you prioritize all these things, you you really are just stressed again about trying to prioritize everything. So yeah. when you can make it virtual, I think, you know, that is even more so helpful to people. Um, I know it would be to me um, and people who are already busy um, and just not adding one more place for them to have to, to go like. I barely, I haven't even set my doctor appointments that I need to set recently just because I can't <laughs> find time to set them. Um, so I love that it's virtual. I love that you tailor it to meet the needs of where they are um, and what their goals are. And I love that you work on mindset. Absolutely love that. Um, so, all right. Well, I will absolutely well, I, get that information. What else would uh, would you like to add and let our listeners know before we wrap it up today? Your uh, your comment about the the reel you saw, um, where you you should prioritize everything, um, yes. kind of thing. I I love uh, I have a a quote um that I love talking about that kind of thing, where you know if your goal is to pick up as many rocks as much rock as you can, mm-hmm. you know are you going to grab the boulders or are you going to try to get a handful of pebbles? Right. You know I'm I'm going to carry the boulder because I can get mm-hmm. the most bang for my buck. I'm going move the farthest, the quickest with it. And if I can pick up a few pebbles along the way, then that's great. And that's kind of the attitude I have with the coaching. It's we're going to, we're going to low hanging fruit. We're going to make the biggest changes we can with it. You know, that's comfortable. Um, and that's going to take you further than trying to overanalyze everything. So. Right. Right. I love it. Well, Stuart, thank you so much for talking to us today. And I think that, um, I think this is great information for the listeners. And I, I think that maybe we'll get some people interested in looking you up. So I will make sure to put that information um, in the show notes. And as always on um, Spotify, if anybody has any questions or any comments that they would like for Stuart to see, you can leave them there as well. And I'll make sure that he gets those. And Stuart, is there anything else you want to leave the listeners with today before we close? Um, really the thing is like, yeah, I'm running a business here, but if if you have questions, if you, if you want to reach out to me, I'll happily answer any kind of questions you have, um, you know, to make your life better, to make your life easier. Uh, I'm not going to coach you uh, for free, but you know, don't be scared to ask like what you might think is a silly question because mm-hmm. no, no question when it comes to your health is, is silly. If you don't understand something, if you don't know something, ask. And I'm, I would happily answer or find the answers or help you find the answers to anything. Stuart, thank you so much for being our guest today. I really enjoyed the conversation. I know I learned a lot and I hope the listeners out there did too. I do believe it was a lot of great information. I know this this was probably, um, I think, my longest episode yet. Um, but with, with people coming and telling their stories, you know, it, it I want their story to be told. I want their story to be heard. And if that means a little bit longer of a podcast and you're used to listening on your 20 minute drive to work, then turn it back on on your 20 minute drive home and finish up. I truly believe that I have some of the best listeners. My audience may be small in comparison to other podcasts at this point, but we are growing and I do so much appreciate hearing from you guys. I have um, some listeners that do reach out when they've listened or got something from an episode. And I always enjoy hearing from you. So leave us a comment, send me a message, let me hear from you. And if you have a story that you want to tell, reach out to me. Let's talk. Let's set something up. 
So I'm going to have Stuart's information in the section below this episode. So if you want to reach out to him directly, absolutely please do so. And if at any point in time you need me, I'll be right here.